0: talk to me guy and Sherry Edwards is off working on the soundhealthportal.com which I'll return to in a moment uh, with part of this show today's wonderful show with Jill Matson and we'll be talking about well actually I'll I'll go right there now so Sherry decided to step aside from the show a few years back so that she could really devo- devote her time to building is soundhealthportal.com and it is an amazing resource of not only information but also they have free campaigns and what you do when you go to the Sound Health Portal is you do whatever the campaign is or if you become a choose to become a member perhaps even a bioacoustic research associate by taking classes you can go to that site soundhealthportal.com scroll down and look at the current campaigns and, for example, one of the current campaigns is Corona Conflicts. And you, what you can do is you – well, you'll read that page of information, which is an amazing gathering of information. And at the top of that campaign, you'll have the option of doing a free local print of it. And what that means is you'll click on that. The system will walk you through – you need to sign up for a free account. They don't spam you, they don't sell your information, it's just so that they can email you the report. It'll then walk you through the process of doing recordings of your voice right online through your computer. I do highly recommend and also because everybody is zooming and FaceTiming and you know all of that, webinaring, I highly recommend getting a easy to use microphone called the Samsung Go Mic. And it's really quite handy. I always have it in my bag when I'm out and about because if I find somebody that has an issue, I plug it into their computer and have them do a vocal print right away. And so using the Samsung Go mic makes the quality better for your Zooms, for for your audio, for your Zooms, as well as for the input of the information into anything working on the soundhealthportal.com. So you'll sign up for a free account. You record... Your vocal prints, which is just a recording, and then they will run it through the software, not while you're waiting. It'll send your report usually within 2 to 12 hours is the most I've ever waited. And there'll be a boatload of information, and this is true of all of, all of the campaigns and or the software that's available there. There are other programs or campaigns. Campaigns are the free ones that are available now such as bio diet, where you look at the imbalances in your diet, what might be too high or too low, meaning too high can be indicative of you have something in your system, not because you're taking too much of it, but perhaps because your body isn't assimilating it or isn't able to absorb it because something else is slightly askew and it shows you that information, or too low where you might not have enough of something, or again, it still could be an assimilation issue. And that's true of biodiet or neuroplasticity, which looks at the brain or PTSD or now this latest work, Corona conflicts. You can do the vocal print and get the information to show the imbalances of what nutrition might be missing or out of balance or too high or too low or all of that is a foundation. To see what's going on and you get this amazing report and you want to I always recommend sitting down with a cup of tea and reading it because it's a lot of information. It's really good. I'm really quite fond of the SoundHealth portal. We used to have to lug around laptops to do this. Now we can just go online. It's amazing. And you can also go to soundhealthoptions.com and see demonstrations uh, where Sherry has done online webinars showing the usage of the soundhealthportal.com and you can find those at soundhealthoptions.com under In the News, and you'll see a variety of demos where she's worked with somebody online. And you'll—it's—it's it's fascinating to actually see the visual displays now on the Sound Health Portal. That's one of my favorite parts of it. Is it's not just rows of data; there is that, but also now they've built systems so that you can vis- get visuals of, you know, here's the concentric part of the middle that's the main thing you really want to look at right away, and then everything else that's out around it. It's, it's really a, a wonderfully powerful tool. And as I'm going to keep saying every week, that I keep saying every week, this show with Jill Matson is one of those shows you're going to want to listen to again and or share with your friends. And you'll be able to do that about 15 minutes after we click. I click end here and you hear the outro music. You can go to soundhealthoptions.com, click on the radio tab, and then you click on Sound Health Radio. And there at the top of the list will be the flyer for this week's show and the link back to the show notes and all the links that we have about Jill's work in those show notes. And you'll be able to listen to the show there. And or now at the top of that page, we have a link to Pocketcasts and/ or Stitcher, popular podcast aggregators or apps, both cross-platform, meaning they work on everything: your computer, your laptop, your tablet, your iPhone, your Android phone. And on the uh, Pocketcast is my personal favorite for a bunch of reasons. I've been using it forever. And I like it a lot. Both of these can do this, but I just like the interface of PocketCat. You can go to PocketCat, click on that link, and it'll take you to a page that'll show the last, let's say, 20 shows. And it'll show all the others, but it'll show the last 20 in the first page. And at the very top will be this show. And you'll be able to listen to it as a replay there. And or there will also be oftentimes it's displayed as three dots, and you click on those three dots, and you'll be able to share the show to your friends either through email or text or however you want to send it to them. And this is a show that's there's there's a lot of information in here. And Jill's the perfect person to have this side of the conversation with as she is the amazing musical I don't know what. Master something? I never know quite how what to call Jill. A brainiac. Um, with that, Jill Matson is a prolific artist, musician and author. Matson is widely recognized expert in, and composer in the field of sound and color healing. She has also produced nine musical CDs with intriguing magical tracks using ancient and modern techniques, and special healing frequencies to achieve profound benefits. Jill is a four-time author. Crystal Realm CD, Best Sound Healing CD of 2017, Best Overall Music, Popular Vote and Industry Leader's Choice Gold Awards, The Lost Waves of Time, Best Book of 2016, and Best Alternative Science Book of 2016, Deep Wave Body Healing CD, Best Sound Healing CD of 2016, Contacting Angels and Masters CD, Best CD of 2015 and Deep Wave Beauty CD, Best New Age CD, Silver Ward. Jill has been featured in many hundreds of teleseminars, radio shows, and magazines. She presents new ways of approaching health and everyday issues using the benefit of sound and color and offers free music as well as online school of sound and color healing. Jill joins us to discuss the power of healing with sound. Welcome, Jill.
1: Mm, Thank you, Richard. My goodness, you make me blush.
2: But thank (laughs) you for your kind words.
0: (laughs) I think you deserve to blush. (laughs) For people that I have, Jill and I have done a number of shows together. And I'm always, I mean, I really, it's amazing when you go to, let's say, one of Jill's sites, Jill's Wings of Light, really have a beverage. Because there's an amazing – she's so prolific in terms of what she creates, both what she writes and the music that she creates and all the CDs that she creates. And she does all the art for the CDs. I mean, you are the full-spectrum Renaissance geek. Is that possible? <laughs> Is that okay? All right. All right.
1: <laughs> That's fine.
2: Geek fits. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, exactly. Well, I'm a geek. I'm more I, – I feel – more nerdy myself, because I've always been nerdy. Well, I've always been geeky. I just like the word nerd.
1: You know um, lots and lots of topics and all kinds of stuff, so you're right up there, Mr.
0: <laughs> Thank Thompson <you>. guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Thank you. I want to start here. Uh, well, no, actually, first I want to explain something to the audience. We are going to use the term virus rather than use the term Coronavirus. That's the last time I'll say that, hopefully, if I remember. And I'm doing that because I want the search engines not to go crazy. Take that as you will. That's what we're doing. (laughs) Just because there's a lot of craziness going on out there with things being taken down or moved or people hacking stuff because you use that term. So we're just going to refer to it as the virus. With that, I want to start in a possibly what might seem an odd location, but I'd like to start with your music for music for beauty project. What was the, uh, what was the aha or the, was there a tipping point or an aha or how did that occur to you that you could affect the skin and beauty with sound? Where did that come from?
1: Well, I think in a way, um, I'm a violinist. My sister's a cellist. She has um, long strings on her instrument in deep tones. My instrument has short little strings and high pitch. <laughs> it sounds kind of weird, but I was thinking of muscles like strings, like you could string on a violin, and thinking that the longer muscles would be deeper in pitch. Anyway, to make a long story short, um the muscles do have frequencies. I know Sherry has them. You can even put a sound oscilloscope on and get frequencies, and they're um, they're they're pretty much generally the same frequency when young and healthy. So it occurred to me that you could tune your muscles. And when mm-hmm. I first did deep weight duty, um, I was just thinking. I mean, I've, I've been shallow. I was thinking about hey. Let's look a little younger here, you know, the makeup and sound. So I put in the muscles of your face and neck, and then also collagen and vitamins and things to support the skin. And I certainly know it was working because when I was working on the music, everybody was complimenting me about my skin. And the really cool thing about this CD is that it does make a difference when you listen a lot, you see a difference. But it's, um, sometimes I think we're all artists or nothing but antennas, and I thought I was doing um, a small project, and it turned out to have a much bigger benefit. Here it is. Some lady wrote me and said, oh, I'm going to my high school reunion. I'm listening, you know, 24-7. I put it on the background. I listened for a week. And, yes, I looked younger, but she had had knee surgery six months uh, prior and hadn't walked since because if it had failed, they slit and caught the muscle. Hmm. And um, so she's listening to this for tuning her face and neck, and she walked to her high school reunion. And wow. so I got all excited about that, and I looked at the numbers. I looked at the numbers of the the muscles in your legs and stomach and back, they have them of the muscles in your face and neck. And what that means, it's the same note. So energy transfers on the same note. So here I am thinking we're just going to tighten the muscles in the face and neck and um, make the skin healthier. And lo and behold, the music tunes the whole muscular system, which is holographic. And when you tune one whole system, of course, that affects other systems. We tend to think like everything in our body is separate because we, I, I certainly see things as separate. You know, I stub my toe, would never dawn on me, and that could be related to a headache. But whatever I hit down there, it could be the same frequency as, let's say, a frequency in my spine, in my head. And if energy travels on the same frequency and nearby energy changes each other, so all kinds of things can get out of whack, that seemingly have nothing to do with your toe, but they do because our body, it's like an energy pool. And so when you tune your muscles, it's a very subtle tuning to everything else in your body. So it's just really healthy. And um, the other thing I did was um, I paid attention to range, like Hi, medium, low. And I selected a lot of low-pitched instruments in by Beauty, like cella. My sister's a cella. She's an excellent cella. She's on that CD. And um, featuring her a lot um, over the higher pitches that I did in some of my other songs. Because um, I think you get the, the biggest bang for your buck when, when you get tones, that are in the exact same note. It does resonate through your body, through um, same note, just higher or lower. But each time you go through an octave you lose a tiny bit of energy. So it's like I swamp the whole music in the direct range of your muscles. Hmm. Huh. I think that that makes it just a little bit stronger.
0: Right.
2: And it well, works. I've...
0: Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say that I've First time I interviewed Bruce Lipton was in the let's say 90s because 80s just sounds much too far. When he first (laughs) wrote his first book, and it was back then, and it was it was very early on. It was his very first book, which I have here somewhere, but I can't see the title of. Um, And I always thought at that time it sort of clicked in way back then, and this is before I knew about your work or Sherry's work or anything along those lines. That. What he was, because he was back in the early days, he was really talking about RNA and DNA and the interaction of those two and how they affect. And he also did speak to that the environmental effects on our cells. And he really meant the totality of environmental effect emotions, sounds, toxins, everything. And I think that was when I stumbled onto Sherry's work. And then I heard your work. That I just think it's such a powerful, I, I'm with Sherry, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for the Star Trek, you know, thingy, TV remote <laughs> that they hold over the body, that reads this and goes, oh, this is out of balance. And, and you guys are so close to that. I mean, it seems so true. Our cells are listening. Our cells are waiting for a message. So that's why I wanted to start with the, with the music project, the beauty project. Was because you you started out sort of you know I just want my skin to look nicer and then it was like oh my god wow it's affecting the cartilage in her knee, how cool yeah. is that? It, yeah, it's our cells are just you know they look different
1: and when, to and us, when you but they're just muscles,
0: cells.
2: Yeah, they
1: have resonance with your feelings. They also give you a lift in your spirit. You know it's beautiful music. It puts you in a beautiful spot, and and beauty I think is something somewhat misunderstood, and we take it for pretty much purely uh, vanity. But in in ancient times, um, just as kindness or truthfulness was a virtue, so it was beauty. And it wasn't a look so much as it was a feeling. Mm. And, um, oh gosh, I'm so childish, but, you know, I always think, when I think of beauty, I always think of um, the Disney movie, The Hunchback in Notre Dame. And how the hunchback, you know, he's deformed, okay, he's ugly, but he's beautiful. And by the end of the movie, he's physically beautiful.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And the evil villain, who's a fairly handsome man, is ugly at the end of the movie.
0: But
2: it has <laughs> nothing
1: to do with their appearance. Right. You know, it has to do with the energy and the voices of the actors. Right. You know, yeah. so... So um, beauty, um, so not only are, with just the muscles in Deep way Beauty, tune uh, slightly your body. Well, it tunes your muscles, absolutely. And then it tunes other things because it's like an entire system that just gets corrected and affects others. And then it tunes your emotions. And then you have the music that puts you in a beautiful place. And we're one soul. Right. And I believe that we're all beautiful. We may be tune,
0: and
2: it be hard to it's notice. In there. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's in there. It's in there. Might sound a
0: little clinky on one end, but it's in there. We can tune it this is. thing back up.
2: You've and,
0: and so back when we were grunting and trying to survive and not get eaten by something in a cave, I mean, I think it's, at least cinematically, I think that when we lived in the lived in the world, meaning like a cave and survived and get the, you know, go out and kill something and get back and feed the family, that we actually were more in line with hearing sounds because everything we heard could mean, oh, is that death coming? What is that? Oh, that's good. Yes. Yeah. That we were we much were more attuned. We were with
1: other species. There's sound mm-hmm. envelopes out there. You know, tsunami comes, all the animals are going 15 minutes ahead of time. Storm comes, watch the birds disappear. And, you know, if there's a bird of prey, you can hear it. And we think that we're separate, kind of like we think our toe is separate from the rest of our body. but, But we are literally scientifically connected to everything around us. And there's communications in the species. And we have not lost that ability. We've lost the ability to remember we have it. And I I challenge everyone, everyone listening, get a couple plants out and focus on one. Don't put them close together. Focus on one, let's say a cactus, and feel into the cactus. Just see it and and notice your own feelings. Maybe even love it, feel it, accept it, and watch how you feel. No skills needed, just pay attention. Then get out another one, say a nice leafy spider plant. You focus on that plant, open up, accept, and the plant's happy as can be. You can feel its energy changing. And you feel so entirely different. We don't credit that to the communication from the plants. But it is. Uh-huh. And everyone does it. So we all can communicate with all the things around us. So when when we're in a cave and um, you know, we had less technology or resources, we used um, simply focusing on something else and paying attention to our feelings and focusing on the sounds and listening to the, the meat of the conversation, the feelings underneath. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have distractions, computers, phones, TVs, da 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 You pay more attention to other things, and what you focus on grows. So absolutely, I agree with you.
0: And then there was a phase, and then I'll get into it, everybody. Don't worry. We'll get there. Um, I remember Mm -hmm. there was a company out of San Francisco, which may still exist, called Shaman Pharmaceuticals. Pharmaceuticals. Yeah. But it was called Shaman Pharmaceuticals, and that was because they spent much of their time with indigenous peoples in cultures that didn't have any of those distractions and didn't know that they were living a jungle lifestyle because they'd always lived in the jungle. And they'd go out into the jungle with the local curandera or the medicine person, man or woman, and follow them. And that's all they'd do is follow and observe, follow and observe. And when the medicine man would come up to a plant and, you know, have a conversation with a plant of some kind, oftentimes, if you've hung out with medicine persons, they will have a conversation with the plant, like out loud, not just a, you know, staring into each other's eyes, but an actual conversation. And they started to create pharmaceutical compounds by researching the plants that the medicine people were sp- spending time with, and then in taking their information by translation, what they were taking, picking that plant for. Why were they picking that herb? Why were they getting that root? And that's because those so, people lived in a culture where they actually heard the mm-hmm. plants talking to them or <clears throat> had rapport with the jungle. They actually and were if, paying attention.
1: If you had um, Sherry Edwards hearing you could hear the plant. So, in other words, it's like if someone's a little out of tune and maybe they're, they're near a plant, it will harmonize if it's good for them. In other words, you can hear when you're filling in the missing tones. If you're like, perhaps like Pam, your friend Pam Leslie, uh-huh. um, where you can see life colors and movie colors, different sets of information, so then you can see the color radiated from a plant, and the color may be different than the leaf color, And then you can look in someone's aura and maybe see a hole, see what they're missing, and match that way. Uh
2: Uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: So um, the plants have many ways of communication. And um, then there's two things going on here. One is that our feelings communicate more than than we understand and credit. But also that our bodies have, like, independent consciousness and intelligence. Um, so, like, I'm in the grocery store, or maybe I'll say I'm in a, uh, the health food store, and I need a headache um, pill. So, what I do is I go and I touch the bottles, and I can feel which one is is going to be right for me. Now, my mind, I mean, my mind's sitting in the background saying, oh, you're nuts. Don't let anybody see you. <laughs> But my body knows my body knows it's just like what food is your favorite food, probably something you really need, because your body releases endorphins, and I learned this through music. I'm always missing the notes d, and I just um heard uh, three different versions of Moonlight Sonata, and I didn't know what key signature they were in. And you get a predominance of the note, of the key signature. So if it's in the key of D, you're going to get lots of Ds. So um, my favorite was D, the one in the key of D. And because I was trained musically, you should have seen all the gobbledygook I had about all these musical terms why this performance was better than the other. And then I realized that's just my brain filling in the blanks. My body knew what was best for me, and it released endorphins. Period. My body's got intelligence.
0: If we and just, we just listen don't to use it. our
1: bodies, we don't <laughs> want them, and then and then we feel bad. You know, we say stuff like, "Oh, fat," and look at this, and look at that, and I don't look like and So, and they work twenty-four-seven for us.
2: Well,
0: we're we giants. We're we're, we're we're large sacks of water walking around that the whole system is driven by electrical impulse and back to bruce lipton's work the the cellular structure are that they have little antenna or receptor sites on them and something will bump into a cell if, it, if the cell doesn't have the key that's willing to accept that receptor the sending thing could be a hormone how the endocrine system works it sends out a message and if the cell is not designed to receive that message, it just goes by. But if it is, it just keys right in and there's a message. Well, those are electrical impulses. So it seems to me to make sense that we are sensitives. We're giant walking antennas. Some of us express it differently than others. But if we could spend some time, we could develop those capabilities as well. I, you know, I, I know people like yourself who walk in the health food store and touch things subtly.
2: Oh, and here's something it. else.
1: Yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh, I'll try to remember that next time I get those there, <laughs> But
2: uh,
1: <laughs> I just wanted to tell you about music. Well, I think um, everybody feels. So, no special gifts required for anything we're talking about. But some people actually um, have very dull sense of feeling. Um, I don't know anybody who hasn't had tremendous pain in their life. No one. And given that we've all lived in this 3D world with positive and negative, assuming we've all had a lot of horror stories, um, if you don't accept those feelings, if you take them personally, if you say, oh, I guess I'm no good, after someone insults you, um, it's kind of like then you, you keep taking on pain and your body will numb down so you can handle the pain level. Your body, like even manages you in a mental capacity to try to make it easier for you so it absorbs your pain the problem is with that process when you numb down you numb across the board it doesn't just numb that incident or pain it numbs your feelings Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: you'll find a lot of people out there that um, I believe truly don't feel that strong because they can't they're carrying way too much pain and that's why I developed those healing flower symphonies. I got my ideas off from the ancient Greeks, the Pythagoreans. And they were into the emotional body as everything, cure anything through the emotions. And they honored um, sorrow and pain and anger, kind of like by observing them, honoring them to at least notice them, and then allowing them to leave. And I did I did that in the music, and they work. They go in and they will music will start out and vibrate a particularly annoying pain, and loosen it. Like like let's say I'm worried, a bad negative emotion, it goes to the lining of my tummy, same frequency just like I was talking about with my toe. I can I can injure my toe and it might be the same frequency as something else in my body and that goes down. So I'm worrying. It's all, you know, accumulating in my stomach, tummy. And if I do it enough, I'm going to get an ulcer. So why doesn't that just go? Well, the, the negativity doesn't leave us because, A, we've chosen to hold on to it like I'm kind of sucking my thumb and say, how could they, and I don't deserve this. And then it gets stuck, literally, physically, under the skin, under the tissues. So in order to get rid of it, you have to kind of like shake it up to loosen it from your physical tissues, organs, bones, etc. So the music goes in with this Pythagorean formula, finds your pain, kind of pulls it out, and then it's like you burp and, your negativity comes off wherever you're storing it in your body. And it works. So um, some people might say, and they have excuses like, I can't talk to animals and plants and et cetera. And I say to them, then listen to these flower symphonies and start to get rid of your garbage. And also in music, it's easier. Like let's say... I'm really mad at Frank because he just dumped me. Okay, I, I didn't deserve this. And I just see this image over and over and over. It's a repeat for me, my pain. But when I feel the pain of what happened in that situation in music, I don't have to think of Frank. I just feel maybe lonely. And when I don't get the specifics, I'm not tempted to hang on to my pain. It's much mm. easier to just <laughs> feel it, let it go, and then you're lighter. And then, listen, the next day, feel it, let it go. I found, again, your body is smart. And when you listen to these healing Flower Symphonies, is are two-CD set, you only release what your body can handle. Because when you release these negative feelings, they're an energy. They're kind of a little toxic for you. So I find most people only release on one or two songs per listen. And that's enough for the day. And then do it again the next day. Because your body literally um, allows you to release what it can without, um, you know, causing too much disruption by the actual release.
2: How smart is that?
0: Well, the body is has, I think, the... uh, I'll use the word intention... Of striving toward homeostasis, the body is not looking yes. to be whacked out. It's not looking to be like, "Let's go see how messed up we can get." That's not really what the body is right. about. The body, the body is a system, as you said earlier. It's a, it's a whole thing. It's a thing. We're walking around erect because we can, but the body is striving toward keeping us in balance, keeping us in all ways. I think that's the part that people sometimes miss is the idea of creating homeostasis is a systemic desire for the body. And the foundation of that is survival. But now we've become all air quotes sophisticated with devices and tablets and things and cars that talk and, you know, oh boy, flying robots that are dropping burritos. Um, You know, we've done a lot (laughs) of stuff. Um, That's actually a project on a campus. Uh, They're actually having burritos delivered by drones. Um, So we were there. But the thing is that we, our systems are still not that different from when we were in caves, striving, striving toward homeostasis and survival yes. and survival of the fittest. Yes. Um, and we really are the, we really are those creatures. And yeah. which, oddly enough, leads me to. When did you and Sherry decide to work on this amazing project with the virus? And you come up with the frequencies for events. This is an amazing collaboration. Oh, um. How did that all, you know? I mean, I know you two talk a lot, but how did this like blossom into, and I'll put the website in the show notes. Um, I mean, it's an amazing project.
1: I think the coronavirus, when it first came out, and we realized we were going into quarantine. It was a moment of like earth unity because the earth had a common issue that wasn't each, you know, fighting amongst each other at that point. We all were facing pandemic, every country. And in a way it was unifying and um, it had everybody's attention. So I think it's almost how could we not think of working together Um I was so excited when she wanted to do this, and I think she was very happy that I was willing to do this, and we kind of um, shared our magic. Um, she, of course, gave me the tones for things that she can see through her software and her hearing that are um, – it's, it's. I kind of liken it to – um, our body's like a castle in, in disease or viruses, like trying to attack our castle. And so, you know, they try to sell wall. they try bombs over the top, all kinds of ways to get in. And when Sherry can look at people's voices, she can see how they get in, you know, she can see, um, well, this nutrient, they apparently kill it or get rid of it, and, you know, then and the immune system is wide open to come in and take over. And so she gave me those incredibly powerful frequencies to use. And then I put them in binaural beats. So I wanted harmonics um, and harmonics of our healing. And I believe they're the structural framework for um, the body. So I put them in binaural beats so that your left and right brain hemispheres would make the tones and I'm hoping that creates natural harmonics and then in case people's speakers Mm -hmm. weren't so good I put them in several octaves because I believe they're better in the lower but not everybody has a nice
2: subwoofer
1: so if you use headphones I think they're stronger but they work without and um, then the other thing I did was I put um, frequencies in the background that make your aura white. Mm. And to your aura, uh, you know, when we get a photo taken, someone has a red aura, green, maybe a spot of yellow in there. I've never seen someone with a white aura unless they've just listened to appropriate music. Some music will put all of the component tones into your aura. And um, I found that uh, my Stardust CD and my um, flowers and my crystals, music, which is literally the same as the frequency of crystals, as flowers, as flower essences, as going out and staring at the sky all night. Those frequencies um, light up your aura and give you um, powerful balance and upliftment on all levels. It gives your soul, you know, like Bruce Lipton would say, your body, your emotions, your thoughts, your feelings. And then it's beautiful music. And so so as to keep you from getting fearful or annoyed at things that are canceled or the person that you're stuck with. And so we teamed up and it was kind of exciting.
0: And is it possible, I don't know if this is more of a Sherry thing, but you may do this as well. For self-monitoring, could I listen to a seat could I take a pulse ox meter, which is the little finger thing that you put on your mm-hmm. finger that shows your tissue's oxygen levels, so I could measure that before I could listen to the coronavirus defense audio or the frequencies of of a defense,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: then I could test afterwards and see if that shifted my oxygen levels. Could I use that yeah, as a sort of measuring it does. tool? okay. It does.
1: And people have done that and reported to Sherry for a positive
0: change. Because I think that's a really easy tool to have. I'm a fan of pulse ox devices. And a pulse ox oxygen meter is a finger thing. I think that Sherry actually may have one on soundhealthportal.com in the store that she likes the quality of. But I've had them for a long time, and I think it's a really handy way to sort of just monitor a quick shift. Is there a shift? Is there no shift? Did it go down? Oh, no, my oxygen levels went down. That's not what we're looking for. Um, I'm not saying that would occur, but I have had that with supplements. Sometimes when I want to measure something, I'll do a pulse ox, and then I'll take a supplement, wait an hour, and do it again. I'll go, oh, that's not what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for oxygen ever to go down. We really like oxygen. Our cells really like it. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: And so we could use that as a monitoring device. That's great. Because I yeah. know the feeling, I didn't know about the binaural beats part. That's really cool. So is there, what's the, what's the power? I'm not a music person. I, well, I mean, I was in a marching band, so I know how to bang on skin. That I know. But in terms of music, I, I always just memorize things. I never really learned music at all. Do we, What is the power of harmonics?
1: The power of harmonics. Okay, shifting topics here.
2: Um, hmm.
1: Um, I think that everything is energy. And although sound is not light, in many ways, scientists will interchange sound and light. For example, they'll look at the light of your DNA and put it in music to observe, to hear, and gain more information on how your DNA works, Um, particularly popular in MIT, so um, when you, I'm going to look like the Pythagoreans did. They looked at sound and music, not for entertainment, but as a window into the world, thinking that your emotions are like music. They're played by music. You go to a movie theater without any soundtrack and you, you'll leave out a boredom in five minutes. It's the music that plays you as an instrument, your feelings, it's the music. So, um, um, is like a, a sonic scaffolding for a tone or a standing weight. So let's say you get violin, you pluck the string, and you'll find that, oh, maybe 80% of the string goes all the way from the top to the bottom, and maybe 20% goes halfway, third way, fourth way, fifth way, sixth way. And these partial tones, they call them, They occur at the same time as the root note. We're not aware of them. And um, they create like an envelope, like a vibrational envelope. So you'll find that kind of vibrational envelope around your your veins, your arteries, your brain, in different shapes of things in your body. And um, it's kind of like it has a, a balance of... Um, energy, no energy. So the energy goes up a partial note and then there's stillness and perhaps it turns around and goes back down. So it's got this um, balance between energy and no energy. And um, you can hear that harmonics have different emphasis. The mathematics is always the same, but there are 16 harmonics in a mathematics. So you pluck a string or that violin string. You're going to have 16 harmonics along with the root tone. And I did say you really can't hear them, but in a way, you can. So I'm going to say, a, now I'm going to say that same pitch with a different vowel. E, E sounds much higher. Now listen again, a, E, same pitch. And that's the harmonics. The after vibe puts more energy in the E based on the shape of your mouth and the teeth and the spin of the air. Different, like a water pistol, goes into higher harmonics. And there's evidence of that different harmonic pattern. So I would, um, I believe, that if you really want to know the secrets of the universe, you're going to look at harmonics. You find harmonics in everything, in Christology, in the atom. You find um, patterns that match harmonics in in um, music, in time, in the universe, in quantum physics, um, in rock formations, every place. Every place you look, if you look at that vibrational energy, um, you can find some um, reflection of like an energy structure. Reflecting harmonics So to me My way of thinking It's like a, It's an energy blueprint And that's why I went out of the way To make binaural beats So that um, Because um, digital music Will average your harmonics And your body doesn't average It's like a GMO sound So I, I created The healing tones And binaural beats From your right brain And your left brain Sharing the information and allowing you to hear the difference.
2: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: It also makes you smarter, because you're now getting repeats or habits of being whole-brained instead of left or right.
0: Mm-hmm. Say a little bit more about that, about the whole-brain idea, if you can.
2: Sure.
1: Um, well, if I were to whisper in one ear... You would hear it through, let's say it was Burns, your right ear. You hear what I'm saying in your right ear, not your left, because your head's in the way. <laughs> through the millions of years, um, we've evolved, and our ears hear in surround sound. We're not conscious of it because it's just ever present. But we're hearing surround sound. And headphones, I mean, that's a really new invention when you think of million year evolution. So our body's not used to headphones yet, biologically. So when we put little tiny sounds in deep pitches in your right and left ear, and if they're very close together, they create like a whoa, whoa, beat. And it's depending on how the, the phase relationship or the timing. And um, the brain's not used to hearing stereo. So it alerts the right and left brain, and your brain will take the frequency coming in your right ear and the one in your left ear, subtract them, and you hear the difference, which really is kind of interesting but not important until you realize that in minutes your brain wave starts to match and other things in your body start to copy the beat that the brain made.
2: Mm.
1: See, that's why I did that, because I'm thinking that creates an analog wave with complete natural harmonics that your body loves.
0: Because our bodies really are accustomed to analog yes, tones or sounds versus digital sounds. That's a whole other conversation. Correct. That's a whole separate show. Digital well, sounds versus sounds. Well, but analog it isn't, sounds. it isn't. Your, okay.
1: your nervous system processes information in digital. It's fast and it has like mega information. But your body, like um your skin, um, like if you go outside and you just feel good in nature, you're literally picking up the nature vibes that are resonating in your tissues, your soft flesh, your, your skin. And it's that um it's that natural energy that you're getting from being out in nature those harmonics are very healing. It's why spending time in nature makes you feel good. It's the harmonic patterns.
0: I like I've learned a lot from hanging out with dogs and I've learned to <laughs> I've learned to smell by watching dogs. One particular dog that I spent a long time walking and being out in nature with. And she would, she'd smell something. I'd, I'd be watch, we'd be out walking and we'd be perhaps at a neighborhood just taking the morning walk. And I would watch her, she'd get a sudden like, what's that? Is that a donut? Is that chicken? What is that? And she'd put her <laughs> nose to the wind and sort of antenna in on it. And so I, I, that's a habit I have that spooks some people until they know me. And I also watched her the same thing with sound where she would hear something and she might face into it, but then sometimes she would twist her head slightly. you watch a dog do that and twist to their head to get the sound the way they need to hear it to know what it is. And or hmm. it always makes me uh, laugh when I go into a forest with a dog because they immediately start wagging their tail because they're so like willing to like, wow, look at this is amazing. I've never smelled so many wonderful things in my life and how great it feels and how happy they are. How joy filled they yeah. are when they go into the forest, because it's just like what's not to like it's the forest,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: and they really experience that sense of uh, joy, but they're they're so they're i forget what the power of their olfactory senses are, but they're i don't know a hundred to a thousand times more powerful than ours, and their ability to because again they're animals that haven't lost that sense of, I think at one time we had that same sensing, but we've evolved away from it because we don't need it now. We just pick Mm -hmm. up the to go menu phone and order our food to go and have it delivered by some Uber driver. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we have to actually go out and, and have these senses and use them. And I think they're available. And so that's why I think everything that you're talking about in terms of harmonics and all this stuff is stuff that our bodies know, excuse me, and that you're reintroducing to us. I don't think this is new. It's just, oh, you're taking advantage of the things that our bodies know how to receive and Mm. introducing it in all forms. And particularly, I love that binaural part because I think that's, I'm a fan of that kind of technology because I think it, my brain is way too busy all the time. And so to set Mm. me into a, kind of a meditative or a relaxed state. I like that binaural thing because at some point it builds a center point in my brain that makes it kind of go almost like somebody pulls down the shade of noise in yeah. my brain because I'm always thinking about something. So I love that yeah, it's direction powerful. of the
2: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, And it really, and then to get us in that state. And then while we're in back to the frequencies of defense for defense, so you're helping relax us, which is good for our immune system. I mean, that's sort of a foundational thing. The music is helping relax us. Absolutely. Which is good for our immune system. And then mm-hmm. while we're getting being in a more relaxed state, you're helping bring in or drive in the the secret sauce. That's not a best description <laughs> for Sherry's work. I know, it just it came to it, um, came to that. <laughs> that, you know, the magic of Sherry's work, of the tones and how she figures those things out. And so you're using your music to relax us and give us, give ourselves information to have the best opportunity of wellness with this virus. Is that a good description?
1: Yeah. And yeah, we at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and, and can how, we do it too how does much? Your aura affect you? Yeah, please um, go ahead. Say that.
1: Um, with, the, with the aura I um, wonder where where does your heart Get the energy to beat I And mean, what's the energy source in your body Well one possible theory Is the ancients told us That we take energy in thousands Of chakras and people know about the Seven major ones But then they uh, the ancients say That you have like a subway system Like your veins and your arteries And they call them nadis um, And so you you take in subtle energy, electromagnetic energy, through these little tiny subtle points and it comes into your body. It spreads like your veins or arteries. It goes to the far reaches of your body and it energizes your body. So what happens is when you have a shock or shut down, like let's say somebody says terrible things about me and I take it to heart and I say I'm no good. Well, while I'm doing that, my solar plexus chakra is going to take it to heart two and shut down. And then I'm not going to be receiving all the energy, let's say, that correlates to the musical note of E, or the color of yellow. But maybe I need that for my liver, for my kidneys, for this, for that. But I just shut it off. Um, because I've harmonized with, I've taken in and become this dissonance. Um, i I've allowed somebody's negative words to be me. And um, what we're doing when we're fluffing your aura is that we're kind of like balancing all the tones, relaxing you, letting the tones start to open the chakras back up. And everybody's going to need different different colors, different frequencies or notes. And um, I've learned this before by doing little experiments is if your body's given a shortage board of sounds, it will pick and choose what it needs. I, I did that by simply toning, ooh, equal time on every note. And I did the nano voice afterwards, Sherry's nano voice. And I could see that after equal opportunity to all the tones, my needy um, tones always benefited. And the ones that I had too much decreased a little. So my body was taking um, what it wanted, and so when you kind of cope, um when you use music that makes your aura light or um, lightens your aura, it, it helps your chakras. It, it, the sounds can go in your skin; they can resonate within your body, and they allow you to open up channels to receive the energy that you need.
0: The chakras. Well, and there are systems, yeah, that's a whole other show. I was going to talk about qigong or healing masters. I've, I've been around qigong, medical qigong practitioners, where they never touch you. There's no, it's not a hands-on healing kind of thing. It's not a Rosalind Brier style of grabbing until you're breaking a sweat kind of healing. It's they're affecting your body by the energy that they produce from their systems out of their hands. Qigong, qi, Gong, qi mm-hmm. energy. And they're mm-hmm. pushing that into your field. They're not actually mm-hmm. touching you ever. <laughs> There's right. no touching. They don't want to touch you. Actually,
1: so the music uh, is the, like um, musical shigong.
0: Right. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good. I look forward to your next book, musical shigong. That's excellent. <laughs> oh, that's at least a great <laughs> chapter. Um, I, I think it's the auric field is underrated in its ability to, you know, I think of, I know radionics practitioners who are people who do remote work, which isn't as not not dissimilar from people who do dowsing.
2: Right.
0: Everybody always sort of, you know, cinematically again, we make jokes of people who dows, but there, I can almost guarantee you that there's still people out there today, finding wells by witching with sticks. Sure. Going out and dowsing for those, for those wells. And there's some, they're typically kind of old guys for some reason kind of raggedy, perhaps even smoking a cigarette kind of guys who go out and, you know, they, if you talk to them, anything about auric field or anything, they'd throw you out, but they, they'll grab their witching sticks and go find a well for somebody on their property. Mm-hmm. And it's just, they feel something coming from the earth. It comes up through those sticks and they feel that. And that's not, mm-hmm. I, I think that in a certain way, that's like feeling the auric, the auric field of the earth. You find a spot and you're like, Oh, there's that harmonic I'm looking for, which is water. And beautiful beautiful
1: example,
0: very nice thank you yeah. and the and it's the same idea of what you're talking about with the sound is getting into our cells you're using the the subtle um, energy of the sound to get the ma- the amazing frequencies you the combination of your music and sherry's frequencies into our systems in a way that is really receptive. Yes. And you might end up being prettier. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of made that part up. But I mean in a certain sense it's all true. <laughs> because if you make the immune system strong, you know I could rationalize that. But I mean it's really yes, it, it's an amazing thing that you know, I'm I'm being. so excited. Yeah, we're whole beings. And I have bad words to express my feelings about how people underrate that. We're whole systems. we're walking around and Everything whole systems.
1: affects everything else. And that's I what hate when that happens. Him. you know it' enlightenment <laughs> as light as all the colors light light is, they're talking about white light, the summation yeah. of the rainbow colors. they're talking about having every tone in your body, which is health, and right. so um. I don't know, if you look at your body as a symphony, um, when in tune, it kind of harmonizes in the whole cosmos. And here's something really kind of fun, Zachy. If you go on YouTube and put in um, Crickets, God's Chorus, you can get some MP3s up, and they will show you um, a work of, I think it's Jim Wilson was his name, who took Crickets, just with the Audacity program, something like that, down three octaves, and in it is a beautiful choral. It sounds like angels singing, people singing in the background, and it's crickets, not adulterated. Many people have done it. But what many people don't know is if you take bird chirp down even further, like about five octaves, it sounds like the same effect. It sounds like human voices in the bird chirp. If you take whales down seven, no, dolphins down seven octaves, it sounds like human voice in their sound. If you take whales down nine, it sounds like human voice. If you take NASA tape star sounds down 11 octaves, you can hear like this angelical choir in the background. I mean, aren't we really one universe? You need one verse? I mean, think about that. Yeah. We're just in different octaves, perhaps dimensions, and we're all here together, just kind of um, maybe overlapping, bleeding. And if in following this logic, do you realize how good it is for you to really focus on bird sounds or listen to animal sounds or spend an evening looking at the stars? Mm. It tends you.
0: Yeah. Actually participating in song. the universe. Being Uh open to the universe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm shocked, as always with you, to find we're here. Where I have to first, I want to say thank you for Frequencies for Defense. For the people who are only listening, you can find Frequencies for Defense at coronavirusdefense.org. That's Jill's information, and there's a whole write-up about the information and really very in-depth, which is great. And then I want to ask you, how do people work with you? And where would you like people to find out more about your work? Because you have so many sites. I won't list them all here, but they're all in the show notes. So all of that. How do people work with you and where and what?
1: Well, I have a very extensive um, school, a video class. is an online class teaching you ancient ways of healing with sound, altering your voice, Alter your body um a lot of ancient um secrets teaching um incredible variety of skills that we've lost, and I have lots of music and videos um my um Jill Matson just the twots is my YouTube and I probably have a hundred videos there and I go into all kinds of detail um, so i guess I guess. I guess that, the music, the sounds. And then I've developed crystal tools and instruments. In antiquity, they talk about instruments of crystal and using precious metal. Um, I don't have any, uh, like, solid rock, um, uh, like, ruby instruments yet. But but I do have crystal instruments. Yeah, yeah. And it's in a variety of them. And they have, like, a... um, a light-filled harmonic chain that's fabulous and you know I don't know I just you want to learn how the ancients did it in more evolved civilizations go, go take some of my classes or I do readings I do um, energy healing and readings and channelings and just email me if you're interested at Jill I Matson at yahoo
0: great
2: it's not up on my site at the moment
0: <laughs> that's it right and we won't even talk about you know your next book and what you're working on because that's a whole other show we'll come back to that okay. in in part 12 um thank you so much jill that was fun as always thank
1: everybody for coming
0: yes thank you. thank you and everybody have a great rest of the week and we'll see you next week bye bye